I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. I am McLovin. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glass A Film Club podcast. And yes, we've got another conversation episode lined up for you today. We keep getting the great guests in. This one's no different. I'm joined by actor Ben Hanley. Ben is a young actor and he's been working across short films and on stage. And also what we're going to chat about in this is his leading role in our short film, Joel. Joel is a short film that we've produced. It's a Glass A Media original production and Ben plays the title character in it. That's what we're going to chat about in this. But amongst other things, we're going to talk about Ben's experiences in the past in acting, what he'd love to do in the future, what he's working on at the moment, and everything he loves about it and is inspired by. Loads of great stuff to chat about, and as always, we'll dig deep and cover a range of different topics. That's enough from me, though. A great chat lined up with Ben. So without further ado, here's my conversation with actor Ben Hanley. Hiya, Ben. Welcome to the Glass A Film Club. Thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you, Marcus? Yeah, I'm good. As I just said to you before, we've got rolling then. We've just finished Christmas and New Year, so fresh start. Hopefully there's optimism in the air, but all sort of creative ideas and excitement going over Christmas from watching some different films. So I'm excited to chat about stuff with a view to hopefully this year being the year of eventually getting back out and making some films and getting stuck in like on stuff like that. How was your Christmas? Have you had a good time? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, not much to do because of COVID, um, but, you know, it was nice to spend time with the family and just kind of have that more intimate uh, Christmas, this Christmas of 2020. Um, but, I, you know, I'm luckier than a lot of people that, you know, I wasn't stuck by myself um, at Christmas, which I'm sure some people were. I yeah, just started absolutely. this on a downer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then we can just keep going up from there. If we, we flatten people out, then we'll start building them up, and that will uh, 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 be, it'll be a good start for it. Uh, did you watch any good films, any films of note over the Christmas period? Um, the last, Actually, the last one, I watched a film last night called Captain Fantastic, um, starring okay. Viggo Mortensen which uh was so good <laughs> like it, it was one of the, it's like a kind of like an indie-ish um film of course it is it's Viggo Mortensen um he, he's basically <laughs> playing this um dad who kind of raises his kids in like th- the wild kind of like away from okay. society man you know um <laughs> and it it's very it's just a really it's kind of like a nice dialogue about how that scenario would pan out. I I couldn't find anything. I, I mean, I didn't do too much research, uh, but I didn't know whether it feels like one of those things that's based on a real story. But I didn't see anywhere in the credits that it was, so I'm not sure. But um, it's yeah, it's just a really nice film. Like, and the acting's incredible in it. It's uh, yeah, it's just it's just a really nice, well written, well shot film. I would recommend Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds good. Always very happy to put forward uh, recommendations on this podcast, so we're sure to dive on that one. Anyway, let's get stuck in. Of course, Ben, you're an actor. We're going to talk all about acting today, stuff in the world of film and everything else to do with acting. But let's start off with the basics. Let's go back. What got you into acting to start off with, and what was the kind of first period of time where you were like, yeah, okay, this is something I like doing? Um... 
Well, all the way back in 1856 when I was a young <laughs> man. Um, I, my parents sent me and my sister to a little, um, just like a small, very small uh, youth kind of drama thing, just like local, just to improve our confidence. Um, and we just kind of got the book for it, I guess. Uh, and just wanted to do it ever since. It's just one of those things where I feel like if you do it and you in you it um i was just watching a <laughs> i was just watching a uh i happened to be watching a, an interview with another actor um although much more uh famous than me at the moment um <laughs> peter o'toole um who said uh acting was like um a disease or something like and then you, you can catch it like influenza or something like that if you, you can catch it and if you do okay. it you can catch it and uh and it won't let you go and it's kind of like that i we just loved it when we were kids and uh kept we just wanted to keep doing it i remember if we're on holiday or anything just trying to make little short sci-fi films because i'm a huge nerd as well like with my sister and my (laughs) cousins and stuff they were rubbish but they were just so much fun to do because you were just you know creating stuff i don't know something about creating that i mean obviously you you would relate to that because you're a filmmaker as well. So, yeah. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? When starting out or when getting into anything, you just kind of let your imagination run wild and that's kind of what captures you for later on. It doesn't matter how good it is or what quality it is. It's the fact that you are doing something and involving yourself in the art and the acts of doing it, which kind yeah. of gives you the passion for later on. I know you said making those little films, but what other things at that age getting into it would you be doing or be encouraged to do when you go to classes for example um <sighs> encouraged to do um just plays i mean it was just little short films and plays and stuff i mean there's there's not much i can think of outside of just acting with other people that is i mean for me like acting is about connection with other people so just doing it with other people and in, in that space is kind of the best training you can get and just doing it you know were there any so in the kind of early days of getting into it were there any standout performances yourself where you first started off whether that be at school or something that you've been doing outside of that where it was one of your first kind of public displays of mm. acting um the one i kind of attribute to kind of like oh this is i love this is um i played uh i was very young i was in a youth production of uh guys and dolls where i played sky masterson um which was like musical uh obviously marlon brando originated that role um and it was just so much fun to play that character because he was like he's just he's just the man if you haven't seen the film he's just an absolute he's kind of just a legend um and it was it was one of them where i was like i was singing my solo look be a lady and it was just i love this um because i'm a narcissist (laughs) (laughs) you just you're like absorb the gaze watch me um yeah it was just it it was just it was just such a fun story to Mm -hmm. tell uh such a fun character to play such a fun you know accent to do because obviously it's new york and stuff it it was it was just really I don't know, it was just really fun. Uh, and I just remember that as being such a an influential production to be a part of because it was something that 
it was like a, it was stepping into another world yeah. like 19 whatever's new york like gambling and and being suave and stuff you know just being that other character it was just so much fun. is that something that you think you generally like about acting is being taken to different worlds being able to put yourself in different environments yeah 100 yeah, percent. different environments and different head spaces and different characters just i, I mean i think I'm just very interested in how other people's minds work generally. I'm constantly overanalyzing how my own mind works and how everyone else's works and trying to look at different perspectives and different views. And if I feel very strongly about something, I'm trying to think about, well, what do the, the people who think opposite to me think and what, where would that come from? And just exploring those kinds of things. I just find that very interesting. And, and that's kind of how, what helps me to get into that just just research i mean and and just listening to other people i think can be invaluable um and yeah absolutely just stepping into other worlds and that kind of environment and i mean david tennant as doctor who was just a massive influence on me as a kid because he, he was a guy who was just stepping into yeah. worlds other worlds every episode and just having fun with it and kind of you know bringing it down when it needs to be brought down and hammering it when it need you know and just um being this ball of charisma that i just you're drawn to as a kid i suppose doctor who's the ultimate role for that isn't it is being able to go through so many different worlds as an actor going through your career you want to take on loads of different yeah. roles i imagine that is one of the ultimates in in quickly changing into different mindsets different worlds different kind of embodying yeah 100 that always kind of does and the character and like the character as well like um like especially the one that eccleston like the christopher eccleston sorry uh originated um and th that kind of new who era where he's he's the last of the time lords and he's He's committed genocide and he's got all this stuff going on in his mind, but he's trying to block that out because uh, by taking new people on through the universe and just there's just so much going on in the back of that and in that past. There's just so much to work with, like 900 years of backstory. <laughs> Talk about a character. Yeah, you know? yeah. That does fascinate me when I watch actors and also speak to actors is that idea is it's kind of what you were saying about getting into someone else's mindset and in many ways, it's the best way to do so in terms of thinking of different people's viewpoints and taking it on. They say that reading classic novels is a great way of picturing other people's uh, environments. I suppose acting is one step above that because you're actually embodying someone else. And I imagine going into these different worlds and taking on these different identities has allowed you to put yourself in that position and then you know feel what it is like and experience that. Would you say that you like then putting yourself in the position and the role of someone or a character who's completely different to you and thinks and acts in a different way. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. Especially people who are, I think villain performances kind of come in two breeds, like the, the kind of, you know, um, cackling evil, you know, good to yeah. be bad, the emperor, the green goblin or the joker or something. And then there are those really real world. We were just talking before about Black mm -hmm. Klansman, a film we just both recently watched. And um, you recently watched it for the first time and I was rewatching it. That was my new year. <laughs> um, and just the performances in that and kind of showing the horrific kind of mindset people in the real world can have, and but also kind of, what caused that what what kind of 
how were they raised what caused that regressive mindset and just going into that not only that character but that world and, and their surroundings and stuff there's like a there's a great uh louis through kind of uh documentary about uh, i think it's the world's um most hated family yeah. in america or something yeah, yeah. and and just the, the environment they were raised in to have so much bio you know just so much hate for people who have done nothing to them it just it's perplexing but also and, and horrific but also in a way like in a horrible way fascinating like how how could you, what, what how do you you know raise kids like that well the parents did because their parents did well where did the granddad get it from you know it, it it's it's like a a web of really am i allowed to swear <laughs> yeah absolutely it's say fun. what you want on it. <laughs> it's it's a web of fucked up <laughs> shit you know um yeah it's just it so it's i can't remember what the question was now but um i was asking what you, you like embodying the roles of people who think totally different to you yeah 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 um yeah so it's just, i just think it's interesting and fascinating and I, I mean it's not just people who think differently to me but obviously that's kind of the extremity of it it's it's just people who have different lives yeah. and have had different experiences and um and just live in a different way and think in a different way thinking in a different way is just like so interesting because i can you know i can meet someone from the other side of the globe who maybe thinks slightly similar to me but then someone who lives next door who thinks completely mm -hmm. different um and yeah just i just think it's interesting especially as a person like to think of other people's point i mean i'm repeating myself i guess <laughs> but just to kind of take someone else's perspective and create uh, a sympathetic or, or not always sympathetic but um a real person out of that yeah absolutely and i like what you said with the reference to black clansman and the louis through documentary the most hated family in america is that i think it's it's a very big issue especially in the world in the last five or ten years uh um, polarized opinions and people looking at other people and going how can you think like that but not delving deeper to figure out why and that is the beauty of film i always think and of course through acting and embodying these roles and thoughts and ideas is that you can actually find a connection with people you might not necessarily agree with and i think black clansman like you said unbelievable example because you've got these actors playing people with horrific views and saying and doing horrible things but obviously to get into that role you have to adopt that mindset whilst you're in that role you have to be able to portray that and by no means are you saying okay i'm gonna then become that person but you can connect and feel how different people get to those stages and that's why i love seeing in acting it's mm. interesting to see that you like doing that to find out how other people view uh, the world and getting in their headspace yeah um so let's kick on to stuff that you've done more recently or anything that you're working on are there any uh projects um and i've seen a few uh, some of the youtube shorts that you've been in um but are there any projects that have been standing out recently that you're either working on now or have you recently worked on that have um you know you've been proud to take part of um i uh recently did a short film for met film school called i saw the light which i'm very excited to see um and i just loved that because every, i mean it was similar to our set as well it's just everyone was so lovely and wanted to be there and create this film um 
and obviously that's kind of a given especially especially when it's not a job to people like when it's when it's a bunch of people coming together and doing it for free like you you know they're there because they love it um mm-hmm. it's it's just so wonderful to have uh, all those people in one place just creating and collaborating um and telling this overarching story and and that was actually that one i'll pick that one actually okay. um what was the question though i'm trying to link it now uh, um, any specific roles where you really took something from playing yeah, that okay. role and getting into character yeah. so that role i was playing um a boy whose goldfish dies and he's kind of going through this existential crisis throughout the film while his friends and everyone's just getting on with their lives so i had to play this guy who had not very many lines because he was constantly being um what's the word uh introspective and um kind of while all these people would be in so much fun fun around him and he was just kind of i mean i, I guess i'm good at playing mopey people <laughs> um, <laughs> just very introspective people um but it was it's it's a great kind of thing for th- i guess I don't know what you would call it, intention and, and thought acting kind of, um, because it forces you to not kind of be a character with your words and what you say, but kind of how you portray that to the ca- uh, camera and just, I mean, I've not seen it yet, so I don't, it could be a disaster, but um, <laughs> they were just saying to me after, uh, thank you for kind of doing it, because obviously it's, it's a weird kind of main character to play where you don't have many lines um, and yet you still have to kind of carry the arc of a small story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess similar to Joel as well. Um, it, it, it was just, um, it was just kind of at that exercise of, of portraying a character while, I mean, a, a character similar to me as well. He I mean, I'm not a kid, but I look like a kid. Um, but I mean, he was—he's much younger than me, actually. <laughs> so old. <laughs> um, but just portraying that guy who is constantly introspective and and yet and carrying that arc through that film while not having many things to actually say, um, okay, but yeah. saying it with you by not doing much, if that makes sense, and just kind of yeah. reacting to everything around you. No, I get you. And when I've spoken uh, previously with actors when we've done these podcasts and we talked about that, but in relation to performing on camera, but to performing on stage and there's difference and subtleties when you're on camera that you can do more with your expression yeah. and um, not necessarily in the dialogue. Would you say you find a distinct difference between doing anything theatrical and doing anything that's on camera? Yeah. Well, I'm about to do a, uh, well, I say about to do a play, COVID permitting, uh, in, <laughs> in London, uh, in London, which should be some, should be fun because the last play I did was I think over a year ago. Cause I've been, I mean, I love short films, which is why I've just been doing it for the last year. Cause I've just been like, Oh yes, camera stuff. But, um, I got that and I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of want to do some film, uh, f- some theater again. Cause I've, I've not done it for a while. And that I'm just tr- thinking about how I can, taken what i've actually learned from doing this uh, from this year and doing a lot of short films and applying it to that and i was just i guess you have to be very still on camera because you have to be whereas Mm -hmm. stage stillness is an option 
but it can be very powerful if 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 you have the option to move around and you don't and you just stay like i mean we haven't started rehearsals yet so i'm just thinking theoretically at the moment but um you know there's a lot of kind of tense moments in this playing um in general i would say there is a difference uh, some people say it's night and day and because okay. since since that person said that to me and I, it's because I've not been on stage since I haven't really had a chance to experiment with that idea but I, I will say on camera you can definitely get away with thinking like being more introspective uh, and having that you know you knowing that's going to land and communicate Whereas on stage, it's like, can I can I see his face? I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's way in the back, so you have to be very big and kind of um, and um, communicate to the audience through your entire body, uh, as opposed to just that little small thing. I mean, the, uh, but I will say, like smaller, more intimate spaces, I do like on stage because that's kind of I feel like you you get almost as close as you can to real life there because on camera you're almost doing less than you would normally and on mm -hmm. stage you're normally doing way more than you would normally but if it's an intimate enough space um you won't make much money uh, <laughs> off the tickets but you can kind of have that more um you can be in the moment with that person with that actor with that audience and uh kind of feel the energy in the air, in the air um so I just think it's uh, a matter of levels, really. Yeah. And um, yeah. I feel like a lot of people think you need to go really big with the face on stage and, and, and with the voice, which you just which isn't the same as projecting. Like you have to project. And in fact, I will say you have to probably project a bit on camera as well because I've tried not projecting on camera and somehow even though i might i've got a mic right next to my lip it didn't pick up uh, so yeah but but obviously you have to protect much more on on stage um but ultimately the way you develop a character and the way the thought process behind it shouldn't really be any different i don't think mm -hmm. how do you then develop those skills so you imagine starting out in acting there's more opportunity to do things on stage or theatrical performances imagine getting into things on camera with short films or tv or anything to do with that you actually seek that out how do you then if you're saying that these two skills are quite different how do you develop them and how have you developed them as you've gone on which skill sorry in, in terms of the skill of performing on stage to working with a camera, you said there's, there's different um, ways of acting. Yeah, so I, I go to this place called Inspire Actors Studio. I think it's just called Inspire Actors now, like he changed it over Christmas, um, which is like screen acting classes. And they're just so much fun. But we do a lot of improv and because we are kind of, especially during COVID spaced out, um, it is kind of like a theater thing as much as uh, he's... He's like, it's screen acting, which it is. Um, it, it's very nice to kind of be in that theater space with that those people and, and do improv and different scenes and stuff. Um, so he's kind of taught me a lot. And and um, it, it really, honestly, for both of them, it's just be consistent, keep doing it. Um, someone, a great man, 
uh, someone I know uh, who's a writer once said, you know, writing, acting, any faculty, creative faculty you have is like a muscle. And as long as you just keep consistently doing it, you're going to get better at it because mm-hmm. you're just going to, uh, by nature of just doing it. Um, so I, it, it's honestly, it's just repetition is how you develop those things. And um, with camera, you just kind of, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of connect with the other people around you but that again that's the same on stage like you're just commute all you're doing to develop a character is not really thinking about i mean you kind of think about who the character is and the arc of the story but that you're thinking about that as an actor but when you're actually in character you aren't thinking who am i it's how do i connect with that other person like in joel it's how do i connect with my dad my dad Mm -hmm. isn't connecting with me what's your intention for that scene that inspired does a lot of like intention that's basically kind of what the class is based around and it works so well it's um basically um why won't you love me like it was i I can't remember exactly the intention i used on the day uh and it was probably different per scene um but when i'm trying to connect with my dad in that film like why won't you love me (laughs) i'm your son i'm your child which was a a line we improved as well so some of that probably came out um it's a lot of it is just connecting with the people around you as opposed to being very introspective and and thinking oh i'm going to do this now i'm going to do this now it's more what comes in the moment when you're trying to get something out of someone or Mm -hmm. uh trying to make someone feel a certain way or i mean you're not really trying to make someone feel anything and and maybe that is the intention of in a certain scene but um in general i don't you shouldn't be kind of like i'm gonna make this person feel like this it's more what the audience feels at the time um yeah i don't yeah, know absolutely. I, yeah. yeah i can see that and i like what you said there about the idea of anything creative like being like a muscle you got to exercise it because i think there's a lot of people whether it be out of fear or whether it be out of some kind of higher theoretical idea think that um anything like acting or anything artistic is something to be thought about refined in the mind and then done whereas i'm totally on board with you and probably only really realized this in the last few years if something that you've got to dive in and do it and Mm. it comes to you as you go and you will refine it and get better at it doing it that way. Yeah, there's a lot of theoretical stuff when it comes to anything creative, but I'm totally on board with that idea of working on it, develop it, and you kind of find your way through it, whether it be acting, filmmaking, or anything to do with that. I can totally agree with you and see where you're coming from on that I mean, developing it in that class environment can be very helpful as well because you're surrounded by people who kind of get it as opposed to developing at home with maybe a loved one who isn't part of that world, who doesn't really understand it. Whereas people, be just surrounding yourself with people who have that drive and that motivation and people you can, sorry, I keep burping, <laughs> people you can uh, learn things from um, and just kind of have that energy around is um, is wonderful. Um, and, and not people who, um, you know, kind of say, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that sure. in, in a yeah, performance yeah, yeah. because performance, I think, art is completely subjective. Um, and, and you know there are certain I mean, people a hundred percent, hundred percent can give an opinion, but you don't mm-hmm. necessarily. You know, I, a lot of people, especially young actors, take that a lot, very much the heart and on board. And at the end of the day, that's one person, that's another person. You know, what one person will feel, another person won't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just love being in that class environment and and 
and uh and and, and on on camera as well and on set and on stage just with other actors developing as an actor um as opposed to maybe i mean doing it at home can be great for like developing um like you know doing it at home can be great as well uh, especially for de- developing accents and stuff like and, and different facets of different characters like you kind of want to be alone to get all the weird stuff out of the way so you can kind of sure. bring it but then also don't be afraid to be weird and do the weird and fail in front of other people as well because if you find someone who will berate you for that then they are in the wrong industry if that makes sense yeah yeah fully agree with that and i'm totally on board with what you're saying in terms of you've got to be able to feel free and take the shackles off and not be afraid of what you're doing and what response it's going to get in order to get to that kind of purity of the performance or the creativity that you're looking for and that's the great thing about working with other people who are on the same wavelength and i totally agree what you said if somebody's being critical and they're not um pushing you and allowing you to do that then you're not in the right industry you've got to be there with people who are on board to let you be free to do it and you kind of get the the growth i I don't think there's too much wrong with criticism in general but it has to be criticism with a point as opposed to some people criticize you for the sake of course if that makes sense or feel like i don't know feel like they need to to justify their own kind of not their own existence but that you know justify um you learning something but if there's nothing there um that they can think of there'll be something there to improve because there's always something there to improve yeah. throughout especially if you're watching yourself i hate watching myself because i'm always like <laughs> should have done that should have done that but again you're being you're not then in the moment then you that's you you know being um you know watching something from the past that's already happened and you're not in the moment you're watching yourself be in the moment hopefully um but uh some people but some people just can't like there'll be something there to improve but if that person can't think of something they'll still say something anyway that isn't maybe relevant or or some people will just no matter what happens be like you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong kind of thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to i mean criticism can be good and generally is but you will find some people who aren't uh don't have the criticism at the best or, or don't have you as an actor at the uh, it, it, especially your mental well-being and confidence is such a big thing as an actor as well like you need that um some people don't have that in mind and you as an actor in mind when they're criticizing they just criticize because they feel like they need to say something if that makes sense yeah yeah i get that and also with what you're saying there in terms of there's nothing wrong with criticism but it's the way that it's done part of allowing yourself to be free and feel comfortable with working with other people and and be expressive is people allow the criticism but knowing that it is criticism that's come from a good place and is to benefit everyone but then there's criticism that's coming from a bad place and that is just kind of boosting up people's own egos i totally get on what you're saying there um it's about kind of getting those shackles off and working with people who do feel safe saying doing things around each other just to kind of boost each other's performance and get to the yeah. end goal um let's i just want to pick back up what you were saying about specifically um in joel and you playing joel and getting in that state of um the tension that you built with the father in that obviously the subject matter in joel goes to some deep places there's quite dark scenes very emotional how do you get in the headspace 
for getting into that emotion, getting into the arguments with the father and taking yourself into that place and then delivering that on camera? What's your kind of process to get to that point? Again, it is that connection and Mm -hmm. having that intention. And, you know, if you really badly as a character i mean what you do as a character is you think as the character how the character would think and generally that manifests itself as an intention like um i need you i need you right now like obviously joel's joel's arc he's going through this transition period and and finding himself and who he really is or who they really are or you know um but uh they are constantly um being but but at the same time he's just lost his mum so he not he needs his father for emotional support for that but also he needs his father uh, they need their father i'm, I'm doing things with pronouns because obviously um but they need their father's support for um kind of for 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 the um the the journey they're going through as well and it's um it's kind of these two things that they need are kind of um uh very important to them and Mm um when you're in a scene um with great actors like we had um and and you're in a scene with your father and you really want this thing off him and then he doesn't give it to you it that kind of informs that and and becomes that and you know uh yeah and basically you just think exactly like the character would in the in the at the time (laughs) that's kind of what acting uh is and not a lot of i think that's kind of it very simply explained but um so you don't um so if you don't get that you know if i don't get that from my dad you know that's that's gonna hurt me because yeah yeah absolutely yeah um yeah well that's what fascinates me the most is the idea of the mindset and what we just touched upon then is my favorite uh parts of watching um, the scenes unfold on set when you and Max who played your dad in it were having um, the arguments and the emotion that was in that and how it got to the fever pitch and really built up like to see that on the set was fantastic because something's happening in a moment but what really fascinates me and what intrigues me what I wanted to ask you is that as someone who isn't an actor I love watching it and I get the emotion, but I'm really intrigued by what's going on in the mindset of the actor. Mm. So for you in that moment, you said that you really get into the emotion and you are portraying the emotion of that character. Are you in that moment, Joel? Are you consciously, oh, I'm Ben playing Joel? Or are you totally into that zone, feeling the emotion of the character and engaging so I, as if for that minute you are in yeah that. this is always something i'm constantly talking to people other actors about on set and and different things because obviously when you're on set you're um you're you you can stay in character but obviously that character wouldn't be interacting with a bunch of producers and directors who's of making course, a film yeah, about their course. life 
which is a lot of the kind of a uh, uh, bit of an enigma as to how I'm like, uh, you know, I, I stayed in character as this person. Well, how did you communicate with people then? I don't understand. Um, and, and I kind of, I half get it. Like you kind of stay in the accent and stuff, but that's not really staying in character if you need an accent. Um, and the mannerisms, like that's okay to keep up because those things can be hard to get back into there's a difference between those staying in character and staying with the mannerisms of the character um so but when you're again when you're on at this stage obviously when you're on stage you kind of you can do loads long scenes at a time so that you don't need to really step in and out of a character but sometimes if you you know <laughs> you're just in a mic or discussing the scene with the director or producer you aren't yourself uh, you're not the character at that point you're yourself you're the actor discussing it and then to then snap straight back into that yeah. um can be um something to get used to i guess and sometimes i mean that's the ideal situation when you're in that scene you are completely that character to make it completely authentic mm -hmm. um Sometimes it doesn't always work and that's okay, but sometimes it doesn't need to work because what you're portraying still looks like, it still looks authentic. Even if you're in the back of your mind saying, this is shit, this is shit, this is shit. Like, if you, even if you don't feel it, if someone does, then that's okay. Um, ideally, you want to feel it, but especially on camera, especially on camera, because, you know, you people i mean people can read you like a book on camera but um sometimes the thing the anxiety you're feeling <laughs> as an actor will correlate with the anxiety of the character and it will still work if that makes sense yeah um i i, I guess it depends on uh, what kind of character you're playing as well because if you're playing a very confident uh, military colonel or something and you have anxiety that might read much more than if you're playing um an anxious um young yeah. uh person kind of yeah, yeah, yeah going through it um but generally i think it was like i could i, re I remember being character with joel though yeah um generally uh, especially in that scene where with um with my dad you know he's you know it, and just having that connection i feel like uh it's much easier to um I don't know, actually. I was going to say it's much easier to be in character when there's another actor there, but I, I, I think it can be easy as well if you're a, you're just doing those introspective alone scenes. Uh, so, but, so the answer I get, that was long. The answer to your question is, ideally you want to be in, like completely in that mindset. Uh, again, another thing is if you need to, you know, if you would naturally move like this, but the camera doesn't want that, or you're moving out of frame when you're doing that, you have to be aware of that as the actor, but then also be acting in camera as the as the character like that can be hard because yeah. then you, you split in your mind between i'm doing this very emotional scene but oh i'm out of camera <laughs> you know I'm so out there of has shot. to be like practically there has to be a level of conscious thought because yeah. you need to deliver on where you are yeah. and what you're saying for example but you want to be as closely tied yeah. to the emotions of the characters as you want as you need yeah. to be uh -huh. yeah, yeah absolutely I think and, I Again, that just comes with practice, though. I mean, staying still mm -hmm. on camera just comes with practice, and, and yeah. you just get better as you go along. Just doing is the best way to do something, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, in terms of 
Um, like I said, that scene, I absolutely loved watching that being filmed, that argument scene, but I think on camera it was fantastic in the in the actual edit. It looks brilliant, especially um, when it cuts to you with a tear in your eye. Like I feel like the mm. full weight of the emotion there, I thought that was fantastic between you and Max. Um, and I fully get what you're saying there in terms of kind of getting on board with it, with the other actor in the moment and feeling the emotion uh, bounce off them. In terms of Joel, again, were there any specific scenes in that that you um, liked filming or you really felt connected with the character in? Um, yeah. I'll tell you, the, the first scene was quite... The first scene we filmed was quite difficult because it was kind of like, hi, hi, oh, hi, Mar- oh, you're Marcus, oh, I'm Ben, great, let's yeah. cry now, let's all cry, <laughs> um, you know that, but but that wasn't in the film, um, it didn't end up being, which to be like, personally, like I love the edit that turned out more than the original. The original mm-hmm. script was wonderful. But it was very depressing, and obviously it that was. was the, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. filmed we'll, we'll, we filmed the climax and the end scene of the original film first, which obviously you kind of have to jump yourself up into those emotions straight away, which I don't feel mm-hmm. like on the day I did. So I, I mean, we haven't obviously discussed why those changes were made, but personally, uh, for the better, I, I think um, like I just love the film as it is now with that the the the, the scene we ended on uh, um, was so great. But um, that one was a bit hard. Um, but um, but the the others, I I mean, I loved that. In fact, I love the ending scene we do have uh, in the film, which is the one with just between his grandma and him, because that was just a really nice scene to. It was it, it was a scene I could kind of relax in because my grandma was in the room, not my dad, and obviously mm-hmm. all the animosity comes to from my father um so he's he wasn't in the film uh, he wasn't in the scene and uh i mean i loved working with him as well uh don't get me wrong he's he 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 was so great to work with as an actor but obviously as the character you're very uh tense at the time so i could relax in that last in that scene because um it was just it was just a really nice scene where she gives him the makeup yeah absolutely Uh, and from my view in why the ending that one worked so much better in the end and i found it so fascinating that process of how the script can change so much going through the process but i think exactly what you've said there in that that scene felt so warm um and the connection with joel and his grandma and you and sophia working on that one together there was real warmth that came through it was a real connection there and that and that came through and for the ending i feel that that emotion and the message it delivered was so much more powerful than the previous one that had been finished at the beginning. And that's so much, like we said, the writing was there, but as it gets played around with on the day with with the actors and yourself working through the character of Joel, it took it in a different direction, saw there was a different level to the character that wasn't necessarily seen there at the beginning of the writing. And for me, that's the real beauty of when it then goes on to the acting phase of what is in the mind of the writer at the beginning can go somewhere else and be carried yeah. uh, by the actor. But yeah, I totally agree. I think that scene's really beautiful and um, it works fantastic with yeah. you playing Joel in there. Um, so when you were when you were in the edit, did or or was this like Matt's decision or or you know when you were did you did you have a, an edit of the original script and then say oh this isn't working? 
Yeah. Um, was well, it was it was it the story or was it the way that scene was shot? That scene wasn't working, so let's retool the story kind of thing around that. Or it was very much that we did edit it in the way that we planned initially, but the ending just didn't quite hit what we pictured it was going to in terms of the story. Mm. Like we had the picture in mind of the story, and it was going to be this quite somber ending, but the message would be quite clear in what it was delivering and at the end it just didn't quite feel that that somber message suited what was going on for the rest of it so it was then this other idea of oh well this scene can be moved and we rejig it so the ending is more of a hopeful kind of tender message and i feel the ending was so much more satisfying complete that way yeah and it fit how the film had um gone through but yeah, like I said, I found it really fascinating how you can have an idea and that's the beauty of bringing different creative ideas and minds and people's influences on it that collectively we took it in a different direction than it was conceived with at the beginning. And I think that's what's the fantastic thing about making films is that you've got so many different people influencing what is one thing in the end and they carry it and pass it around in different directions and in the end you get to a place um, which might not be where you started or where you thought the destination was going to be, but was very happy with how it went. So, yeah, yeah well, I'm glad to hear that the ending um, was uh, suited what you were after because we were very satisfied with that. And I think yeah. everything that we pulled together worked nicely with that. Um, but I won't quiz you anymore. And we've had a good chat about Joel there. And I realise there's other things in the world than uh, Joel. But thank you for having a chat about that. And it was interesting to hear your perspective of it and also what you it's- felt it's one of the best things i've done like it's one of those things where you you do um these little projects and obviously as an actor you're a very small part of it um you uh you know you you play the character but then it's up to the editor i mean there's so much you can do with an actor's performance in the edit like um i think some editors should get oscars if that actor gets an oscar because Mm-hmm. you know the actor isn't the only one uh informing all the all the pauses that can happen between cuts and stuff like that um wait did i say that the right way around i said that if the actor gets an oscar the editor should get an oscar i said that didn't i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool uh <laughs> yeah i agree way. there's so <laughs> much that, that can be done isn't um, there, for, yeah. from the editor um so, much. so obviously you're kind of putting a, a lot of uh faith in the um the uh post-production as well so mm-hmm. i you know I, I do things um that i think look interesting and then um and then i kind of like great i can't wait to hear back from them and then sometimes sometimes it works very well sometimes it doesn't you know uh, obviously people are learning uh I'm, I'm learning everyone's learning it's you know no one's um no one's like i'm going to ruin this film <laughs> you know no <laughs> one ever does that but sometimes you know um people who are still learning maybe uh don't always knock out of the park but um sometimes they do and i think joel is one of those times it is just such a lovely little kind of piece and i just just um well done i guess <laughs> um for for Thank shepherding you. that because it, it's um yeah it's just it's one of the um in terms of end results especially i'm um, one of the best things i've done uh it, i would say it's the best one of, one of the best short films I've ever done, definitely. Well, I'm very glad you feel that way. And of course, uh, I was very happy with how it all came out. And I think it's worked really well. I'm excited for it to be shared 
with the world very soon as this will um, be leading up to when we release it at the end of this month but um, plenty more on that later like I said Joel I've quizzed you on Joel thank you very much for indulging me on that uh, but what I just wanted to round this off with was the future basically obviously the future is as infinite as we want it to be we've been restricted in 2020 for how much acting filming creativity can be done outdoors hopefully that's all going to change later this year but i just wanted to basically put it to you what are your plans for the immediate future do you have anything lined up and also where would you like to go with acting are there any kind of endeavors that you'd really like to kick on with in the future um uh, I, I'm doing a play soon. Well, again, COVID permitting, uh, what uh, the play I mentioned, um, I'm excited to get uh, um, started with because uh, it's it's very nice. It's set in uh, Armagh in Northern Ireland. Um, cool. And it's 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 it's, like, it's like a character, you know, Northern Irish accent, everything. It's it's yeah. I'm just excited to get going with that um and play that character um and, and act with people uh again <laughs> um yeah uh and work on that uh long term uh oh i i try not i try not to i mean i think about long term all the time but obviously um <laughs> but obviously there's you you can only think about it you can't really uh say this is definitely you know the path that's going to happen because life takes you in so many different interesting directions so i'm not too sure what i can say for long term because uh because i think it's foolish to have a set plan because uh you know be as flexible as you can while also maintaining a uh know know the destination and or, or know the um the goal have a goal but know that the journey may take you different places and mm-hmm. maybe better places um yeah uh in terms of in terms of like styles or any specific types of um, film is there anything that you'd like to give a go oh okay uh oh god i mean i could i could say coppola but uh that's not that's probably far further down the line then um who, who are like you know um i'm trying to think uh i i'm i love short films want to keep uh, there's yeah there's there's nothing i'm kind of like uh itching to do or not do because again i just love acting so it's mm-hmm. really depends i've i, I want to start directing um I've, I've i've written two screenplays uh and i just constantly love writing and thinking about that and, and that's so much fun to do as a, from an actor's perspective because you're like what dialogue would i like and and then what dialogue would work in the scene and you know um you kind of think a lot about uh these things and like well well it's not gonna get made just sitting here we might as well learn to direct and stuff um so yeah that's just kind of my career like not just acting acting is incredible but uh just doing exploring other avenues as well uh while continuing doing the one thing i've always ever wanted to do which is acting um yeah uh but fully intend to continue on doing film and uh and screen and and but also theater as well um yeah yeah fantastic fantastic and and yeah i agree what you say there i think it's a good way of looking at it. it's great to have the goals but if you tie yourself too tightly to a plan of how you're going to get mm. there then i think you're gonna you restrict yourself in all walks of life 
and you'll end up yeah. kind of being frustrated just because one little thing's not worked yeah. out. And like you said, 100%. opportunities present themselves. You don't think are going to. Yeah. For example, with Joel, we didn't initially, at the start of last year, think we were going to do a film in that specific style. It says opportunities present themselves and you run with them. And I think the importance, from my perspective, and you've mentioned it tons of times throughout this, is the people that you work with and the interactions you have with them is where the, the magic, the creativity and the satisfaction from it comes. Like Subject matters change. It's always great to work on different subject matters, but the real satisfaction and also what connects with an audience is when you are delivering something passionately, but also when it works and people are allowing themselves to open up. So yeah. I very what much about love... you? Well, for, from us, we want to do another short film soon, but would one like to mess about with the genre? Um, looking into hopefully um, doing a comedy this year, nothing set in stone as yet, but the experience of Joel was fantastic in terms of getting the crew together of people who are really up for doing something, yeah. really throwing ourselves into it and seeing what we can do. Um, obviously would love to do drama and that type of drama again, but I feel that why not experiment? Let's give something else a go. So hopefully if we can find the right scripts for a comedy, that'll be something to do as well. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of... Um, documentary films as well so yeah. Yeah. there's a lot to be done with that and obviously combining that you can combine that with acting uh, one thing that i've talked with matt about is there's a, a documentary both really like called three identical strangers where there's um a lot of pieces well a lot of sections in there where they've got actors and they're doing almost reconstructions but it's, there's a kind yeah. of fictionalization to it and it works so well with it so i'd love to experiment with stuff like that is that historical or um modern or it is yeah it's only it's a, it's a new relatively new documentary and it's set about 30 years ago and then comes up to the modern day uh, but yeah. yeah really good watch that and that's the type of stuff I like to mess about with which is um yeah always fascinating so i think we'll kind of dive into that as well this year but like right. you said keep options open and just kind of i like just working with interesting people so having conversations yeah. like this or speaking with yourself and talking yeah. about this i've taken so much from it from what you've talked about with your acting i'm sure there'll be ideas come off it and it just sparks and leads to other stuff and this is kind of why i like chatting to people about all this stuff yeah. so thank you for agreeing to do this it's been uh interesting and obviously great to chat about joel and hear um your thoughts and the experience you had taking part on it yeah it's been a pleasure no problem at all well i think we'll wrap it up there um we've right. covered a lot there we've talked about stuff you've done we've talked about stuff you're gonna do we've had a little chat about joel short films i'm sure there'll be plenty more exciting things to follow you with in the future ben i'm very intrigued to see what you get up to and um, check out any more stuff that you do you know you mentioned that play that you've got coming up hopefully soon is that in london did you say it's going to be on yeah um again it, it's uh yeah it's going to be in london again um covid is i, I can't do I say anything specific though because of covid it's planned to be like uh end march beginning of april but um again who knows <laughs> we'll keep tabs and i hope um it comes around as quickly as possible 
And, and I'll be sure to set, share details out on our social pages. So keep you updated with that. I always like uh, giving updates and stuff like that. But yeah, let's wrap it up. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That was another episode of the Glass A Film Club. We'll be back again very soon with more great conversations and film reviews, as always. But until and next there we time, have it. We'll that was my later. conversation with actor Ben Hanley. I hope you all enjoyed our chat. We covered a lot of good stuff about acting then. It's great to learn more about Ben, his passions, and what he wants to get stuck into in the future. I also hope you enjoyed our conversation about Joel, the short film that we've produced, an original Glass A Media production, and that is going to be released on the 24th of January 2021, available across Facebook Watch, YouTube, and on Amazon Prime. Check out the Glass A Media channels from that, and you can see Ben in action playing the lead character of Joel. We're very excited to share that one out with you. And as you heard from the chat that we had, it was great working with Ben. And I'm sure we'll be working with him in the future. And he will be starring in a lot of other great stuff. He's a great talent. And there's a lot of great stuff lined up for him in the future. But that was that. That was the Glass A Film Club podcast. Of course, we've got so much more lined up for you in the future. Loads more guests and a lot more film reviews. Callum will be back. Don't you worry. But until then, enjoy yourselves, keep watching films, and that's enough from me. See you later.